Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Does space ever in? And if so, where? Wow, Rio, thank you for this splendid question. This is one of those big questions. One of those big questions that cosmologists, those are the type of space scientists who study the whole universe, really wonder about. So let's start in our own backyards. If you go outside on a very, very dark night, on a new moon, so the full moon's not out, you don't have the light from the moon, and there's no light from the city, there's no light pollution, and there's no clouds, you look up, you can see all those stars. In a perfectly dark night, there's several thousand stars that you can see just with your human eye. Now, as soon as you take a telescope out, that multiplies. And you can see more and more stars, tens of thousands of stars. With an even more powerful telescope, we start to see other galaxies. And with really powerful telescopes, we can see stars in other galaxies. We start to see farther and farther away. Now, really, it's how much light can we collect. That's what we're doing with telescopes. It's just having a bigger and bigger eye. The more light we collect, the more details we can see. Now, here's something funny about light, though. The farther away an object is, well, the further back in time we're looking. And the reason is that light is not instant. It feels instant to us because it is so, so fast that down here on Earth, it might as well be instantaneous. But light actually travels at a finite speed. That means that there's a limit to its speed. It travels the fastest anything we know of in the universe can travel. We call that the speed of light. Sometimes you'll hear it called the speed of causality. I really like that name for it because it describes that it's how fast things can change, how fast changes can propagate or move through the universe. And light goes that fast. So it's really fast, but it's not instant. So it takes a long time for light to get across huge, huge distances. And so that means that when we see something that's far away, we're seeing it the way that it was long ago. This actually happens here on Earth, too. It takes a moment for the light to get from your screen to your eye. Or to get to the moon, light takes about a little over a second to get to the moon. So we always see the moon the way it looked a second ago. Or the sun, it takes a little over eight minutes for light to travel from the sun to Earth. So we always see the sun eight minutes ago. The nearest star to the sun is Proxima Centauri. That's a little over four light years away. So a light year is how far light travels in one year. Okay, so that means when we look really far away, we're looking really far back in time. Now it turns out that we think that our universe is not infinitely old. It hasn't always been around. 
at least whatever state of the universe we're in. And so we think that it's just under about 14 billion years. So that means there's only been time for light to travel for 14 billion years to get to us. So this creates what we call the observable universe. That means there's a part of the universe that we can see because light has had time to get to us. But farther away than that, beyond that, there might be more universe. There probably is more universe, but we can't see it. So we guess that it's there, but we don't know that it's there. So the observable universe today is about 94 billion light years across. Now you might be going, wait a second though, Arwen. You said that the universe is only about 14, a little less, about 14 billion years old. So shouldn't it be 28 across? Here's the thing. We think that the universe itself is expanding. So that space, although it used to be much closer to us, is now much farther away. So we can actually see the space of 94 billion light years across, right? That would be the diameter. So the observable universe is like a ball and we're right in the middle of it. But because it's been getting bigger, we see more of that space. This is really quite hard to wrap our heads around how huge this area is. Now, is there more space beyond the observable universe? We don't know. We guess that there is. We suspect there's just more. We think that probably the universe beyond the observable universe probably just looks like, well, more observable universe. But we can't say for sure. In fact, we don't know if it goes on forever or if it stops somewhere. And if it stops somewhere... Well, then that, of course, begs the question of, well, what's on the other side of that, right? Wouldn't that just be more universe? Or does it loop around on itself the way some video games do? Have you ever played one of those where you go off the, the side of the screen on the right side and then it just loops you around and brings you back to the left side? So could the universe be like that? But if so, we still think, well, what's outside of that? But it's very hard for us to imagine that. And the idea of something being infinite is, at the same time, comfortable. We like that, right? But it's also very uncomfortable. Because we're used to here on Earth, where everything has an end, right? So there's trees. Eventually, they have an end, right? Continents, land, there's a finite, a limited amount of space, that exists on our planet. Everything comes to an end, right? But we don't know if that's the case on the really, really big scale. And so the job of cosmologists, these scientists who study the universe, is to try to come up with ways to test that. Because right now, we can't really send a spacecraft. And even if we did, the universe is expanding so fast that it would probably never be able to get there unless we figured out some tricks like faster than light travel or wormhole technology or things like that. But with physics as we understand it today, there'd never be a way to get to that place 
because it would always be expanding, expanding, expanding. So we've got to come up with ways to try to answer your question, Rio. And it's one of those big ones we just don't know. I love thinking about it. It's one of my favorite things to go out and look at the stars. One, I like to wonder if somebody's looking back, right? Is there another civilization out there looking back? But then also just to take a moment to appreciate how huge it is. Just how enormous the universe is. Just the part that we can see. And how very little we know. And how much there is left to explore. And how much discovery is out there. And that we get to be part of all of it. So friends, thank you for being part of the podcast, learning about space and science together. If you've got any topics or questions you'd like us to talk about, please have your folks send it in to the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.